What's up, y'all? This is J-Jock. Welcome to another episode of Hawks on the Hardwood, part of the Trackstar Sports Network. So this week, I want to talk about Torian Prince. So I think Torian, he might have a really good year where he might actually break out this year and show us exactly what kind of player he can be. Last year, he improved, especially at the end of the year, and it was a huge improvement from his rookie year. I think this improvement might continue on, and we might have a really special player playing on the Atlanta Hawks very soon. So I want to talk about that, but first let me tell you about a great app for your podcast. The app is called the Podcast Republic app, and it allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android devices. You can search for the podcast you want to listen to, select them as favorites, and have them just a click away. So make sure you download this app right away. Again, the app is called the Podcast Republic app, available for your Android devices. So go ahead and do that, but first let's get into this episode. All right, y'all, so I want to talk about Tarian Prince. This is third year coming into the NBA. I think it's a very good time to kind of talk about his productivity and how well he has been playing. Now, Tarian Prince, to me, the most impressive thing about him is the way that he improves by leaps and bounds. I mean, he just continues to get better and better. Like I said, it's only his third year in the NBA coming next season. I think we can see very possibly maybe he'll be like an all-star caliber type player. I think that's very possible. Now, if you're just shaking your head like, no, 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 of course not. Not Tarim Prince. Well, just hold on to that thought. I'll come back to that later. But for right now, let me just tell you how well he was after the All-Star break last year. So he has some flashes of greatness. He had 31 points in February, 38 points twice in March, um, first on um, the 11th and then six days later on the 17th, he hit another 38 points against the Bucks. At the very end of the season, he actually hit seven out of eight threes against the Celtics for 33 points seven out of eight threes so right there you're seeing that man this guy can shoot the ball and from a long distance now he only averaged a little over 14 points per game um, throughout the entirety of the season which is very very respectable but we can clearly see that he is on the verge of becoming something greater than what we have seen in the past when you look at his numbers after the all-star break so during the entirety of the season, Tarian was actually 17th best um, in the NBA among fours when it came to three-point percentage. So he hit at about 39%. So 39%, very respectable, a very good three-point shooter. That's better than LeBron James, um, who's a small forward, looking at another small forward. That's better than Rocco, who is known as a three-point threat. Tarian Prince, so underrated, he was not seen as a three-point threat not like Rocco he doesn't get the respect that he deserves hopefully that will continue to change as we um we have more stars on our team (laughs) maybe we'll get a little bit more attention and we'll get some um more respect for these players also um Tareem Prince's 39% three-point percentage shooting 
was better than a lot of the guards that are known as offensive weapons. Like, he hit better than Kemba Walker behind the arc. He hit better than Bradley Beal at the three-point line. Better than Devin Booker. And better than Oladipo behind the three-point line. So we know he can shoot the three. Now, this is the thing, too, and this is what I kind of want to focus on. It's not just the fact that he can shoot the three-pointer, but that he, his improvements to me are just so massive. Um, When he was a rookie, that was only two years ago, he only shot 32% from three. Like I mentioned, he hit 39, around 39. It was a little less. It was 38 points something, very close to 39% um, behind the arc this last season. That's seven whole percentage points. So if you think about it, um, let's say he improves another seven whole percentage points in his three-point shooting this upcoming season. Now, do I think that's going to happen? No. But let's let's just let's just pretend, okay? Let's just be extremely extremely optimistic and just pretend that he does actually improve another seven whole percentage points this year. That's like 45, 40, that's 46% behind a three. That's an elite of an elite level in three-point shooting. That's Clay Thompson. That's Otto Porter. That's Kyle Korver. That is the, not just an elite three-point shooter. That is the elite of the elites. Now, like I said, do I think that's actually going to happen? Is it going to improve another whole seven percentage points and start hitting 46, 45% behind the three? No, I don't think that's going to happen. But, however, I do think that he can be still an elite three-point shooter come next season. I think he can still hit like a 41, 42% behind the arc, which is like a Steph Curry type level. Steph Curry, two years ago, hit 41%. And then last season, he hit 42% behind the arc. Of course, we know Steph Curry's elite. And I think Taurian Prince can hit at that percentage next season. And why do I think he can do that? Well, the thing is, is he already has done that. If you look at his numbers post-All-Star break. So post-All-Star break, our small forward, Taurian Prince, he actually hit 41% behind the arc. So he hit 41% in his three-point shooting, which is, like I said, Steph Curry-type level. Not only that, but after the All-Star game, he led the league among all small fours and three-pointers made, hitting 73 three-pointers. So post-All-Star break, Taurine Prince hit more three-pointers than any small forward in the NBA and was doing it at the same consistency as Steph Curry. Tell me that's not amazing. Tell me that's not impressive. I have very high hopes for what Taurine Prince can possibly do. He also, you saw him improve just in other ways too. It wasn't just his three-point shooting. I mean, before the All-Star break, he was ranked number 25 um, as the 25th best score um, in the NBA among small forwards. Post All-Star break, he jumped up to number eight. It's a huge improvement. His defense also improved dramatically, um, going from number 23 among small forwards when it came to steals to number 11. So you can see that he is just moving up on the rankings on his ability to do multiple things in regards to his NBA game. So he's 
massively improving, not only from his rookie campaign to his sophomore year, but also from his first half of the season to the second half of the season. I think it's very possible that he can be at an all-star caliber level next year. And I know I already mentioned this, but let me tell you why I think that. Let me compare Tareem Prince and his post-All-Star break stats to an actual All-Star, Jimmy Butler. This is all in the second half of the season, okay? So Tareem Prince scored 19 points per game. Jimmy Butler, 18.5 points per game. So he scored a little bit more than Jimmy. He hit those shots at 44%, which is very comparable to Jimmy Butler's 45%. Now, this is the thing. Tareem Prince hit 89% of his free throws. Jimmy Butler only hit 73%. More impressively, like I already mentioned, Prince hit 41% of his threes. Jimmy Butler only shot 20% behind the arc after the All-Star break. So I think it's without question, without a doubt, that Prince's true shooting percentage is much higher than Jimmy Butler's true shooting percentage after the All-Star break. Tareem Prince also grabbed more rebounds in um, post-All-Star break. He also got more assists than Jimmy Butler. He also got slightly more blocks than Jimmy Butler after the All-Star break. So in my opinion... I know there's other intangibles and whatnot that we have to um, look at. But in my opinion, in many ways, Prince outplayed Jimmy Butler, the all-star Jimmy Butler, after the all-star break. Especially especially offensively. Defensively, that's another question. Um, that seems to be Prince's weak spot. His ball handling and his defense. That's what really brings him down. Now, the good thing is Slam Magazine, actually, they had an article where they interviewed Prince um, recently, and he said this is exactly what he wants to work on in the offseason. This is what Slam wrote. Turning defense into offense. That seems to be a key, Prince said, but most importantly, ball handling. If you tighten, your ball, if you tighten up your ball handling, everything else becomes easier, end quote. Slam also goes on to write, new coach Lloyd Pierce also said that the Hawks haven't played their best ball yet, and it sounds like he's going to ask Prince to do even more. Needless to say, Prince will be a hot fantasy target after a really strong offensive finish last season. Now, that's something I really want to hear right there, okay? Because what they're saying is Coach Pierce wants to really still get Tari and Prince involved, um, we know that we have a lot of more offensive weapons than we did last year. We now have Trey Young, who can shoot lights out. Um, of course, we know the summer league was a little bit inconsistent, but I think that's going to change once the season starts. And of course, we have Jeremy Lin, who is also a good scorer. Kent Bazemore and John Collins, they're going to continue to do what they do. And John Collins, I think, is also going to be much more of an offensive threat than he was last year. So I was kind of worried that um, Prince, he might not have the ball in his hands as often, but it doesn't seem that is Coach Pierce's his thinking. It seems like he wants to have Prince more involved. So 
Hey, that sounds great to me. I want to continue to see Prince improve. I think he has the possibility to be an all-star caliber player. Now, I know I mentioned um, those comparisons with Jimmy Butler. I don't think that Tari and Prince is better than Jimmy Butler right now. In some ways, he was better. Uh, his true shooting percentage was better. He got a few more rebounds. But is he overall a better player than Jimmy Butler even in the post-All-Star break. No, 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 he's not. I don't think he is. That would be an exaggeration if I said he is because there's other intangibles that we need to factor in. Um, like I just mentioned, ball handling, um, defense, um, other types of intangibles. So, yes, Jimmy Butler's still a better player. But you have to remember that Prince is only going into his third season in the league. Jimmy Butler's been playing for six seasons. He's been playing double the amount as Tari and Prince. If Prince continues to improve at the rate that he's improving and working on his weaknesses, namely what I'm talking about is his ball handling and his defense, which he said he will work on. I'm pretty confident he will be an all-star caliber type player. And I hope that happens. So, if you disagree with me, that's cool. Just hit me up on social media and tell me you disagree with me. We can talk about it. Um, my Instagram and Twitter handle is IamJJock. That's I-A-M-J-A-E-J-O-C. Hit me up and we can discuss sports. But that's all I have. Um, once again, very excited about the Atlanta Hawks upcoming season. I think we're going to be bad. <laughs> I think we're going to be bad, but we're going to be much better than people think. But I think that we are going to pretty soon be very good because this rebuild is going, according to my opinion, very well. So this is the Hawks in the Hardwood podcast. I'm your host, Jay Jock, and I will talk to you all next week. And God bless.